0: Welcome back to episode 6 of the Mentality Podcast with Ali Ali. So let's get right into it. Yesterday was my first day back from going to Toronto and man, was that a fun, fun trip. Mind you, it broke my back, not literally, but figuratively, because I lifted so much shit for my cousin because he was moving from one apartment to another apartment. And let me tell you, in Toronto, when you're moving from one place to another place, minimum 30 minutes, minimum, and traffic is on another level it's absurd i'm telling you if you live in a big city you understand i live in ottawa it doesn't even compare it doesn't even compare so i was there for about four and a half days and in that time span i did a lot i told myself yo get your whatever eight hours of sleep sleep early wake up early and just go do so i would lift a bunch of stuff to help my cousin move from one apartment to the other apartment and then the rest of the time i had i was either eating running Or walking and exploring the area because where he lives is beside a lake shore in toronto and it's beautiful so late night i would just walk uh i ran to like the cn tower which wasn't far it was maybe like nine kilometers everybody was out it's just amazing i know social distancing you got to be careful so i was trying to distance myself from people to my left and people to my right if you follow me on instagram then you saw the story where i was just running it's beautiful. I love it. I love it. It just makes me want to move to anywhere other than Ottawa because I lived in Ottawa my whole life and I just need some sort of change, some sort of scenery because I don't know if it was just Toronto, big city, big lights, a lot more expensive to live. But even if it was a Montreal or another city, I just feel like now is the time for me to find that job. Ironic because due to COVID you'd think like there's not that many jobs available, but I'm applying every day. I'm applying every day and I'm seeing what I can do. I'm trying to absorb as much knowledge as I can. I learned a few things in Toronto very interesting and yo let me tell you if I or when I move to a building I'm definitely getting one of the highest floors yeah it's more expensive but man the view I could just see myself sit on the balcony for hours. Literally for hours. Like I sat on my cousin's balcony looking at the view, and I had a notepad and a pen, and I was just writing, writing anything that flowed in my mind. I had a book I was reading. It was so nice. So nice, guys. So, something I wanted to share with you guys since I was writing this and I was just, you know, flowing through my mind. I wrote on a piece of paper was uh, not to overthink. I wrote in capital letters, I'm looking at it right now. Just do and learn. So, just do stuff and learn. A lot of times I overthink and I've probably said that before on previous episodes, and I'm sure some of you that's listening to this right now, you may not think that you're overthinking, but most likely you are overthinking. All it takes is for you to make a decision And then you start second-guessing yourself. The idea, once you have the ability to just pick something, pick a decision and go, if you mess up or if you make a mistake, you learn from it, keep going. Mess up, make a mistake, pick yourself up and keep going. And that's something that I randomly just came to me when I was on the balcony. Beautiful weather, seeing everybody run and bike in front of me. I was like, stop overthinking in life, Ali. Just do and learn. Human beings throughout lifetime, we're more or less patient, definitely more patient than we are now. Now it's like we need everything instantaneously through an Amazon order, through a Netflix video or movie, whatever, it's all at our fingertips, right? And I was asking myself, what's the rush? What is the rush? If you're lucky you live to, what, 100, 110 years old, most likely our lives go, what, to like, life expectancy in Canada is, what, 67 or something, almost 70 years old, and that's the majority of people. It's like, you have an entire life, what's the rush? Try to implement patience all the time. I look at my friends, I look at other people, and they got nicer cars. They got nicer places and I'm like, hey, just ground yourself because if you can't be patient right now, what makes you think when you get those stuff, you're just not going to want the next best thing and the next best thing and the next best thing. So just ground yourself and it'll help you in the long run. There's many scholarly articles that talk about this, how gratitude changes your way of thinking and how once you fully accept and embrace where you are, the universe will give you better things. I'm reading this book actually called stumbling on happiness by daniel gilbert and just from the title stumbling on happiness you may think oh it's like a self-help book which i do read from time to time but it's actually not that even the author says it's a book that explains the psychology of the mind and how humans tend to think about the future too much he posits that we human beings are the only species that think about the future or dwell on the future so i just thought that was interesting so like, try to live in the present moment and i was doing that in toronto just a small example here in toronto i was trying to be present and live in the moment and not worry about okay well like what am i doing tomorrow or or next week or yada yada yada. you know just try to be in the moment and if you do that every moment of your life you'll get more out of that moment you know what i mean i also went to go visit a cemetery because of somebody that meant something to me passed away and i wanted to go visit them and pay my respects to them but it was my first time believe it or not entering a cemetery i've Driven by them all the time, but to enter one, it was very obviously it was very uh, like it wasn't jolly, all happy, especially because I went at nighttime, and it was very uh it was very intense because the person I was going to see that passed away, they hadn't had their tombstone, I believe, up. So I eventually found the location where this individual was buried, and I just kind of stood there, like I didn't know what to say, you know, uh, didn't know what to say out loud. So I wrote a page or two of what I wanted to say and then i kind of read that out loud it's weird i had to almost transfer my my thoughts on paper before i could actually say it out loud because i i was all over the place it was it was difficult it was emotional but at the end of the day it put in perspective that uh life is very finite and until you're actually standing in front of a grave and you see somebody that was alive once upon a time not even that long ago and then how their health slowly deteriorates (laughs) it's uh it's tough but it's eye-opening as well because you get hit with the reality that every Thing ends eventually every every life ends and a lot of people can be like oh that's very somber of a mood but no you can use that as a motivational aspect as well it's like hey i have a limited time i gotta get going and that might contradict what i said earlier about what's the rush but within reason you know what i mean like don't just all right i gotta go 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 okay next thing on my checklist okay next thing on my checklist is like no easy man get stuff done be productive but also know that your life will end eventually once in the future and just understand that it's a it's a part of life and then, lastly, I just want to touch on an experience that happened. Uh, I picked up an individual from Scarborough in Toronto. It's a it's a smaller district in Toronto. I say small as if it's nothing, but it's it's big. It's probably like the size of Ottawa. But yeah, I picked up an Indian gentleman and uh, took him to Ottawa as part of like the rideshare, and it was very interesting because this person seemed very um, well-spoken and he was just sharing a bunch of stuff and uh like, while i was driving he was he was telling me he's like hey like I can tell just from the energy and on your face like you're not as happy as you can be or as you want to be And then he asked me is that true he's like hey like i know i only met you an hour ago but i just want to ask you like are you happy in life as I'm driving mind you 110 kilometers an hour I'm like what because he's sitting in the back seat I was like sorry he's like are you happy in life I was like it's just weird because like you don't get somebody to ask you hey are you happy in life it's kind of like a existentialist question you're like whoa but I was like uh yeah not as happy as I can be but I'm I'm happy I I'm content I'm aware that uh I'm in a situation right now in my life where I have just graduated if you haven't listened to that podcast last week I did I recommended it I I was really excited and I still am I still sometimes pinch myself. I'm like. No, I'm done. I'm done now it's like the time to apply to places and see what I can find but back to what I was saying about about being happy pretty much told him I'm happy because I'm grateful for what I have and he thought that was interesting because he has like a master's degree in like engineering or whatnot and he was telling me how like he likes to do a lot of research and he was reading that the majority of people I think he said 65 to 70 percent of people don't even know if they're happy or not so when you ask them the question are you happy they give you an answer so generic that it doesn't even answer if they are happy or if they're not happy you know what I mean I was like oh okay That kind of makes sense because people don't wake up and be like, hmm, am I happy today? No, they just kind of go about life and don't think about that. So I pose a question to you just like this random gentleman I picked up come to Ottawa, asked me, are you happy in life? Like really think about it because uh, if you can get to a point where you're fully content and most likely it would stem from a very difficult hardship because if you can endure something very difficult in your life, you're most likely to come out of it even stronger. And that's why people that have never gone through any obstacles tend to crumble under pressure or attempt to not make it anywhere close To where they want to make it to in their life because they can't handle the pressure or they just can't can't battle through adversity really think about all the obstacles you've gone through in your life and just think can i and if you're currently in an obstacle ask yourself when i come out of this how will i be able to use this experience as something to propel me to somewhere else and this guy that i was talking to he was so interesting because for the five hours that i was driving or four and a half hours i was driving we actually never even turned on music once it was just constant talking and talking and talking and he shared something that I thought was quite interesting and it was how he got heartbroken when he was younger I think he was in his 30s right now 32 I believe he told me and when he was younger he got heartbroken so bad like he was in a relationship for seven years and (laughs) it's funny how me (laughs) striving to be a psychologist and a bunch of these experiences come into my life where in this case I was driving but a bunch of times people will like tell me their problems and I'll either try to create an evaluation plan or just kind of be like okay this is what you got to do where I think you know based on what I've learned this is what you should look at and then that should help you or I give them small tips so I just just popped into my mind right now as I was telling the story he shared something quite profound and it was how uh he was with this girl for seven years and then he found out that she cheated on him uh with his best friend which was like wow he came back from another country he was working abroad and then when he came back he found out that she was hooking up with his best friend and the best friend never told him because he didn't want to like break his heart, or I don't know, some shit like that. And I was just like, Oh, and then he was like, You know, I thought I was gonna marry this girl, but I told myself now that I will never get in another relationship, I will never fall in love, and I will never get married again. And I was like, mm, I don't know if that's the right idea, however, I bring it up now because I'm sure someone out there is going through something, or you might know someone who might know someone who might know someone that's going through something, and that's might be the outlook they use and i always tell myself especially when i came out of my relationship not too long ago i told myself not to let this experience traumatize me you know it was my first love and i wasn't gonna use that experience to be like all right i'm never gonna fall in love again i'm never gonna find somebody again i kept everything open and i looked at it from a point of view of hey it's not just because something didn't go the way you thought it would go doesn't mean that in the future anything you do or anything you experience will end up in the same result because if you were to think the other way, it would just be a cycle. You do stuff, fail at it once, and then you think that the next thing you do, you'll fail at it again, and then what's the point of trying afterwards? And that's not a healthy mindset. And when he told me that story, I was like, okay, I can see he, he also like smokes a lot of weed, which doesn't really have much to do with the story. That's just a side note I wanted to add, but he shared that mindset and I was like, hmm, I could bring that up in the podcast because I feel maybe somebody out there would think like that and, and say to themselves, you know, if one traumatic experience happened to me, I will never, you know, associate myself with anything remotely to do with that. And that's problematic because you see back in the day when we were cavemen or whatever you may believe our ancestors, the moment you were to get, I don't know, let's use a caveman example. If you were to burn your hand in a fire, you would know, okay, I'm not going to do that again because I'm going to get the same result. So it's almost counterintuitive, for example, to use the love story that the gentleman was telling me. It's like, why would you fall in love again because you got hurt so bad and it took you years and years. He told me he couldn't eat for a while. He was just devastated. He lost his job. So it's like, why would I associate myself, anything remotely to do with love? But that's the thing. It's counterintuitive, but in the long run, it helps because you may not know that next wall, that next barrier, that next experience might be the experience that changes everything for you. And just like the caveman example, if you get hurt doing something once or twice, you're like, "Okay, why would I do that exact same thing again?" But that's where you got to kind of go against that and say, "No, I'm going to do it again in a different way and then hopefully get the result that you wanted." I hope that made sense. Uh in my mind it made sense when I was talking about it, but that's all I'm going to really say for this episode. It's not the longest episode, but I'm content with that cuz that's all I want to share this week. I hope next week you guys come back and uh, there'll be more stuff that's going to happen because I'm going to be coming back from a camping trip. I'm going Friday night and Saturday night. I'll be back Sunday. So on Wednesday, I'm looking forward to sharing my experience with the guys and see what uh, what's going to happen. So last thing I'll say regarding my friends. If you're listening to this, we are so last minute with everything we do. Like, I know my friends booked the camping spot a while back, which was smart because it essentially forced us to go to get this ball rolling. But I wonder to myself, like, why do we always leave things to the last minute? (laughs) And this is just in my everyday life as well. Like, to plan something, to be disciplined and plan something way ahead, that's the key, man. Because then it doesn't feel like you got to cram everything. Even for school, I would would leave it to the last minute or whatnot. And then it's like, why did I have to write 3,000 words in a night when i could have done 605 nights type of thing but anyways that's all i gotta say for this episode until next time take care guys stay safe bye